Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Triple H absent from this week's Raw. A huge update on Jim Ross's future. A top AEW act has asked to be exclusive to Collision. And a major update on the health of Sting after that spot on last week's Dynamite. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. And this is our new co-host here. Gary. Gary from Mortal Kombat. Here he is. Get over here. Where are you, Gary? Shut up. <laughs> Well, at least that snake didn't shoot out of his hand. Uh, we're in the gaming studio. Reasons. It's, it's complicated. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to talk about Triple H. He was missing from this week's episode of Raw, which is pretty noteworthy because he's there every week because yeah. he's, he's an important human being. Um, this is according to Fightful Select. Triple H, not at the show. People were a bit surprised by this. They didn't expect Papa H to not be at mm. Raw in Baltimore, Maryland. Shoutouts trapped under ice. Um, but... There's no need to worry about it. There's no need to panic or whatever. This was just a planned night off for the game. According to Fightful Select, he was uh, he was at Money in the Bank. He was happy. He was thrilled. Course, he was yeah. excited. He was buzzing. He was loving life. Uh, he just wasn't at Raw. Bruce Pritchard was running the show in his absence, which is the norm. Uh, and he is expected back for SmackDown this week. Good news. Vince McMahon was not at Raw. And he was not Ooh. at Money in the Bank either, so yeah, it wasn't a case. Was still good. That's what yeah, I yeah, it wasn't a case of uh, uh, the old man slivering back in when uh, the son-in-law's not there. But yeah, that's the scoop ski with Triple H ski. Um, here he is in the background, <laughs> chilling out, taking it easy. I think it yeah. speaks volumes that it wasn't that noticeable. So I think Triple H's imprint on Raw is now being felt on a regular yeah. basis because I think previously had Triple H not been there you'd have felt Bruce sort of reshape the show in Vince's image. Yeah. But Be a brother I didn't notice. Him. I didn't think, what's something weird about this Raw? I mean, there was a good Natalia match on it, but other than that, the... Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have a go. It was brilliant, that match. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yesterday, we're like, yeah, it was really... And straight away, you're in with a shovel, brother. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a, a, a you know, perfectly serviceable episode of Raw that certainly didn't feel like... We're not going to report on it because every bloody week. It had been too torn apart at the last minute by Vince. Yeah, absolutely. So who knows if it was or if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but let us know what you think down below. Uh, just about Raw in general. Yeah. How are you feeling about the show? How are you feeling about the changes that happen all the time? Uh, and are you excited for Triple H to be backstage? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you're not backstage, why would you be excited about that? I think, I think the bloodline are because I think they'd be worried otherwise. If Vince got wind of Triple H not being on SmackDown, he'd have said... Just probably have um, the Usos rejoin the bloodline because there's yeah. nothing wrong with that storyline. To- totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's bring you a bit of an update on you think, Gary? Jim Ross. Okay. <laughs> bring you a bit of an update on Jim Ross. Uh, obviously, he's been absent from AW programming. Uh, get well soon for all of us here at What Culture. Um, but he's recently revealed on his Grilling JR podcast, one of the best podcasts out there that isn't ours, What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from, that he doesn't have a long time left on his contract um, he said I'll just read it I'll be back I will continue working my contract with AEW is still in place I don't have a lot of time left on it but I've got enough I'm not concerned about that either I'm retained or I'm not uh, I'm just going to take it a day at a time and see how it works but I enjoy working for AEW it's fun to be part of a startup I said that when I was hired it's great to see all these young guys start to come into their own and I'd love to be there for the rest of the journey to help guide them along the way almost in a talent relations type situation I enjoy helping these kids yeah look I think with the experience you've got whether or not they want to keep him on commentary it would make sense to keep him around for his you know decades of experience um, but I think 
more importantly than whether or not he comes back to do commentary. I just hope, you know, he's had some health issues recently. Just hope he gets better. Yeah, this is really terrible leaning back. <laughs> can't get comfortable in this setting. How do they do it? Uh, how do you do it? Um, yeah, like Jim Ross has had a rough time over these past few years, obviously. Um, recently in AEW had his fall before collision and then he was on air and his voice was a bit shot and um, yeah it's when Jim Ross goes through hardships in his life historically he's worked through them mm. um, he's 71 years old now so it's understandable that he'd want to take a bit of time away obviously he had ex- experiences with, with cancer yeah. uh, uh, over the past couple of years as well so best wishes to Jim um It'll be interesting to see if he stays on. I think, like, even if he isn't going to be on TV as much, it's probably, yeah, like you say, like a good idea to just have him on as, like, an advisor, like, talent liaison. He's done stuff like that in the past. Um, Yeah, just hope he gets well. AW have got a a huge amount of sensationally talented commentators, though. I mean, you look at the way that they just launched Collision and that's working, and then they obviously have... Uh, other people for Ring of Honor and things like that. Yeah. I think, you know, they are spoiled for choice. Eh? What was it? A manager's headache or whatever the phrase is. Yeah, uh, yeah, nice, yeah. nice problem for someone to have in terms of just so many great commentators in AEW. Um, but let's wait and see whether or not he sticks around. But make sure you stick around by hitting that subscribe button and ringing the bell. Ding, ding. I'm glad you're doing those links now because they're a lot smoother than me. <laughs> you know, just go, subscribe! Hit the button! Yeah! I was going to say. Otherwise, I'll hurt Gary! Yeah, I think he'll hurt you if you hit him. Oh, what are you going to do? I'll stick my fingers up, you know, you brick. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Bloody Gary. Right, uh, let's move over to uh, the House of Black, specifically oh, yes, please. Malachi Black. He is asked to be exclusive to AEW Collision. Ooh. Whoa. Now, obviously, House of Black, they were featured in the initial like marketing materials that mm-hmm. were, they were there yeah. on the poster. Uh, and they are the trio's champions, so it's notable. Um, he revealed this. I'll get, actually, this is this will be a fun game. What podcast was he on when he revealed this? You've got three Ooh. guesses. Uh, it's the oldest podcast alive. <sighs> hmm. It's not uh, Wrestling Observer Radio or something like that. Nope. Jim Cornette? Nope. Funnier. Funnier? Oh, he wasn't on like Road Dogs podcast or something, was he? Bob Fish. Of course. <laughs> what am I thinking? Well, let, hang on. As, as, do you know the name of Bobby Fish's? Uh, it's the Undisputed Podcast oh, with Bobby bollocks. Fish. It and should be like it should be far more fish based. Yeah, it's like the, the, the hook line and thing. Yeah, it should be called like, like Small Pond because he's a big fish. A small <laughs> Captain Birdseye. Yeah, or just uh, just the pond. Welcome to the pond. I'm the fish. <laughs> the angle, because it's like angler fish. Yeah, I like that. I knew you thought it was bad. Hook line and podcast. <laughs> okay, we've nailed it. Bob Fish, you're missing a trick. Sort it out, Bobby. Come on, Bob. Gee whiz. <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> Malachi Black. I genuinely forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> He's exclusive to Collision. I'll read you his quote. Uh, I requested to be strictly on Collision because I don't want people to get the pick. It's like, no, Saturday night, I get to see the House of Black. That's what I wanted. Uh, because if I give you the option for Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, you're going to go, it doesn't really matter. Mm. So he wants it to be like a destination to see the House of Black. That's- yeah, as ambitious. I like that as well, and I think it probably will help. Obviously, I'm not. We're not getting into ratings bollocks now, but obviously, Collision Hell hasn't no. been doing as well since, yeah. since its first episode. Although, obviously, the first episode is never the bar to judge any show on. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we'll get loads of people going. Why aren't you talking about the ratings? And it's like people only ask us that when they want us to dunk on a company yeah. they don't like. So that's why. Yeah, exactly. Much. But I think I think that's useful for something like Collision because I think if you ask someone now, 
Who are the people you can only see on Collision? They'd say the Punker, maybe Miro. Yeah. But beyond that, I, even I would be able I'd to struggle you. to say, yeah, who's ex- exactly other than them, who's exclusively on Collision. Yeah. Whereas now, yeah, if you're a fan of the House of Black, and if you're not, what's wrong with you? Uh, go and tune into Collision on uh, on Saturday nights um, because they're great, and I, I I love I love that he's found his lane again yeah. because he was he was lost for a while he was he was he had like like 2022 was a bit of a confusing yeah. year uh and i'm sure it was for him as well but yeah like i love the house of black they're my favorite trio yeah like three of my favorite wrestlers so for me personally i'm gonna tune in every week yeah god is it joe punk this week uh oh i think they i think they advertised on it? dynamite yeah oh my god i i get so and, confused now. and team Taz fight yeah crazy i get so confused now with like the match announcements because you have to announce three shows oh god and then i'm like which one is which what's going where like my brain can't it's like all these new social media platforms yeah like I think, blue sky oh god Reds, mastodon mastodon blood and thunder what are you on gary still a myspace guy oh i, I think i heard him say parlor there he's a Anyway, he's a bad, he's a bad dude. Bad, bad egg. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com com slash wrestling rocketmoney.com slash wrestling yeah. um sting's fine I thought I'd leave with that because it's the good news. Obviously took a rough old bump on last week's Dynamite for a man of his age. Biggity bump. But he clearly loved it. And uh, Darby Allen, who's obviously a huge admirer, you may have seen the promo. I think he cut after Dynamite went off the air last week saying how much he loved him. Um, Great thing on Dynamite, by the way, this week with, um, I was going to call him Nick Nick Gage. Nick Wayne. (laughs) Nick Gage. (laughs) Yeah, Nick Gage. You know, stick, look, being looked after by Darby Allen. I mean, it's a sitcom I'd the watch. Pizza 100%. King, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Stink. Uh, Darby Allen was talking on Busted Open Radio, uh, and he said he's actually doing great. We talked the day after. He said he was feeling great, which is awesome, because I pulled him aside after the match and said, yo, just be honest with me. How are you feeling? Not just about your mouth, yeah, because he smashed his mouth off, but your neck, everything about your body, because people forget that, yeah, he retired in 2014, which is nine years ago. Yeah. When he took a buckle bomb, and yet now he's back doing this. I think Sting always sends my jaw to the floor with stuff he does in AEW because, like you say, I will always remember us going, "Oh, they've brought Sting back, and he's going to do a match." That's, um, he's going to be yeah. old and broken down, and then you're way up the stage, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "Oh, cool, Sting's back." Because he was so broken in WWE yes. after the, the the accident in the Rollins match, and like. That informed the drama of those first few Sting matches, yeah. wasn't it? Like when he got powerbombed by Brian Cage the first time, I was like, you can't do that. What's <laughs> yes. going on? Uh, but obviously you get over that and go, no, actually medical professionals have said it's okay. So all Good. in. 
Um, Sting kicks ass. I have loved this Sting run. Uh, he is a joy. He is a breath of just pure pantomime brilliance every single time. Uh, I, you do get a little bit concerned when you see like blood coming out of his mouth and stuff just because you know his injury history mm-hmm. and everything else. But as I've said recently a few times, it's not we're not we're not doctors, we're wrestling fans. It's not in our place to tell grown adults what they can and can't do with mm. their bodies on TV. I think that if you don't like that kind of thing, uh, you should just not watch. Yeah. Um, I think it's a pretty straightforward equation. Uh, Shouts to Sting, love him. I. He's great. Yes. He rules. Right, let's move on to your questions. Uh, today we're taking them from Twitter at WhatCultureWE. We also take them from our YouTube community page, so make sure you're always checking Tomorrow, out as well. Tomorrow, me and Phil coming through. Oh, yeah. Everyone else is off. Literally everyone else is off. We're all going on a holiday. Yeah. No, we're not. That's all right. Me and Phil have chaotic news. Be, uh, oh, yeah, that's it. I remember everyone as children is having an absolute nightmare at the moment. But yeah. Yeah. Gary's, solidarity with the teachers. Gary sent his away to a farm for the summer. Very bitey, his kids, and I like them. Uh, right, let's move on to these Twitter questions, though, at what culture WWE. Daniel Murphy starts it off. Uh, he writes, Good morning to the news dudes with attitudes. Like that. Cool. Uh, <laughs> with this great pairing of MJF and news Adam Cole. How far do you see them going in the tournament? I see them winning it and losing to FTR with MJF screwing over Cole. P.S. Stay flatty, my friends. Thank hey. you very much. I think that's you too, ex- Dan. Yeah, I think that's exactly how it's going to go. I think that they will win the tournament. I, it feels like it was made for them. Yeah. Uh, the Butcher and Daddy Magic got screwed, by the way. F-U-A-E-W. Watch, Andy showed it me this morning, watch their 45 second promo on AEW's Twitter, because it's up there for promo of the year. Watch me. the Butcher specifically in the last 15 seconds of it. Tremendous. Those guys. Magic meat. The most unhinged energy you will get all year is great. Um, yeah, I think that's exactly how it'll go. Although, I think Cole's going to screw MJF over. Mm. I think that's going to be the angle, because they're just like, who's being who? Because he's, he's ba- like, MJF's like, clearly like, oh, I'm tricking him to thinking we're friends. And then Cole with his whole, thanks, Max. Yeah. That was a really nice thing to do. He's playing playing MJF, and MJF clearly doesn't watch the show. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but I do hope they hit a double clothesline at one point. Yeah. I think that should, well, that's how should, they should win the tournament. The Tony Schiavone gag is really fun. Brilliant. Do you a- see the puffer? Puff last night, shout-outs to Puff. Yeah. It's when they, it's, it was when they weirdly bond. That's all they can bond over. Yeah. Tony Schiavone's a prick, actually. Yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, you're, you're puff, puff, and Bobby Fish should be a tag team. I think I think they, Fish. I think they uh, win very good. <laughs> I think they. Uh, <laughs> I think they should win the tournament and win the tag titles. Okay. But that's just me. And uh, yes, I already have um, siphoned off. MJF singing happy birthday Adam for my birthday in over a month's time uh, you can still send us presents will you be off by then will you be away um, all depends on him that <laughs> I, I'm not I'm, I've always said this I'm not him but yes. t- definitely not so I'll tell you whose birthday it is today though Phil Chambers send him a lovely message at Phil my channel ah we've rare. been trying to send him a lovely message all week oh there's one coming oh it's coming brother Pranav gives us a, that sounds ominous. Yeah. Pranav gives us our second question of the day. Good morning, gents. Do you think they'll do Baszler Rousey in a fight pit? If it's supposed to be at SummerSlam, is there enough time to build a stip like that? And can they sell it to us with Ronda's mic skills? Um, I think there is enough time to yeah. get there. Yeah, we've got a month of, of TV. Really, you'll need a couple of weeks. When it's something like this that's uh, obviously informed by like a decade plus of mm-hmm. friendship, I think it's totally fine to do a short notice build for it. And I think, I don't even know if a month is a short notice build these days because no. none of us have attention spans anymore. <laughs> so, like in, in this era, I think that's totally fine. Uh, and yeah, Fight Pit would be totally fitting yes. um, for their styles. Don't and need everything. DC to ref this one. Thanks yeah, shout out Daniel Cormier, great guy. 
I love I love his energy. Uh, he was too happy, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> One of the main things you need to do as a referee is remember the finish. Yeah, he was just he was clearly visibly just having a great yeah. time, and it was like we probably need more of an asshole to do this <laughs> next time. So uh, shout out to DC. That was that was fun. Um, but yeah, it feels like it's going to be an MMA themed blow off for these two because it would be stupid not to. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good idea. Ronda's mic skills. Yeah, she she has difficulties. Uh, like, she's dived into this and stuff. Like, it's a legitimate thing that she struggles with. Um, so I kind of hate it when people go in, like, and just rip her mic skills apart. Because it's like, no, there's reasons for these things. And, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think we can get there. She just needs to be angry. Yeah. Have an arm bar some fools. Yeah. She's very good at doing Kicks that. Up my ass. Yeah, and just, if you need to, you've got enough money, yeah. pay UFC for the clips of her just wrecking dudes. Yeah. Be like, Sheena Beasley. You really messed up by picking a fight pit with exactly. me. Exactly. And they're, co- they're like in league with the UFC now. Mm. So, yeah, of course, yeah. they're pally now. Yeah, just don't. They're all part of, uh, whatever, I can't remember, TKO is it called now? Ah, uh, yes, yeah. The new Endeavour thing. Something, yeah. Uh, I, I, I. Should be good fun, that, though. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, Canadian Biohazard says, Boys, using current wrestlers as your main actors, cast them in a Batman-inspired movie. <laughs> oh. Cody as Batman, Bloodline as the crime family. Okay, fair play. That's a good start. Uh, obviously, the fiend is the Joker, baby. I was going to pick Sting from TNA. <laughs> they could be two jokers. Whoa. What? Who's going to be the Riddler? Because the Riddler, Riddler. is surprisingly played by Jim Carrey, one of my favourite characters. I am shocked by this development. The um, Riddler. Uh, who speaks in riddles? Oh, um, Alistair, uh, Malachi Black talks a Actually, weird. that would be really good. That's legitimately good. Yeah. Malachi Black. Yeah. Malachi Black is the Riddler. The Riddler. Who could be the Penguin? Paul uh, Bearer. Hologram. <laughs> Paul Hologram. <laughs> I've killed you. Yeah. I'm going to pay for all the two-pack stuff so we can get Paul Bear as a hologram. Why not? I want Daddy Magic as Batman. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't know what makes Batman's nipples hard. <laughs> Who's Catwoman? Uh, Natalia. There you go. They Thank are. you for being that earlier. They are. They are. Who's Robin? Uh, Tony D'Angelo? <laughs> he's, he's doing some Robin. But he's not Robin. Uh, Dominic. Dominic. Dominic's that's actually the perfect casting what are they what a little twat Robin not Dominic anyway Two-Face King can we have Blue Cane preferably (laughs) Blue Cane (laughs) Two-Face very very much applies to to Cane in in real life hey uh, what a good dude oh no he's terrible yeah Uh, anyway right let us know your thoughts on that thanks to Gary and uh, now over Gary's face here's another video you can go and check out Gary Oh, Jesus. Take his head off. Sorry, gaming. Bye. Peace.